Welcome back to the Squared Sports Podcast. I'm those this podcast, Lane Frank. We're now episode number 102. It's our 102 episodes for I got action-packed episode planned for you. My Michigan Wolverines took down the Ohio State Buckeyes 45-23, just like I predicted. Go blue. They should be in the number one ranked team in the country. We did great week in the NFL, great week in college basketball, wrapping up some of the early season tournaments, NBA's rolling, so much more. Stay tuned for an action-packed episode number 102. We're even going to cover the World Cup in this one. Stay tuned. Let's start with episode 102. Have you always do with the headlines in the NBA? First thing I want to talk about in the NBA here is Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid was hurt for a few games. Now he comes back, and now the Sixers are rolling again. They're 12 and 9 at the time of this recording. They're my preseason NBA championship pick. They're very well round. Yes, they have injuries to Harden. Tyrese Maxey's hurt. Joel Embiid's hurt. But Joel Embiid, I trust you to carry this team. Tobias Harris might be a little bit banged up. This team is banged up. Better be banged up in the beginning of the season than then the season. We've seen many times these Sixers teams. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, late in the season, getting injured. Remember, Joel Embiid missed like the first or last 15 games of that 2017-2018 season, and that kind of hurt them in the playoffs a little bit. So maybe we could see something like that again with Joel Embiid. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully they don't get injured really at the end of the season. I think it's better to happen at the beginning of the season. Sixers, 12-9. and nine. They can still get back on track, still get that first seed in the East. They're playing well right now. A team separating themselves right now, though, from the rest of the NBA is the Boston Celtics. You're 17-4, and four, and this is the point of the season where, like, Okay, you've clinched the playoffs, no debate about it. You win 17 at your first 21 games, you're going to make the NBA Finals, potentially. You're going to make the NBA, you're going to be a top three seed in the Eastern Conference, no doubt about it. I think once you hit that mark, you win most of your first 21 games, most of your 20 games the Celtics have obviously done, and that's the point where you say, okay, this team's legit. They're not a Utah Jazz team, but the Utah Jazz right now are just struggling. They started the season amazing, and now they're barely over 500. So that's my thoughts right there on the Boston Celtics. They're rolling right now. Joel Embiid and the Sixers doing pretty well. Let's see how it goes rest of the NBA season. We're going to talk about the NBA a little bit more later on the episode. Let's move to the NFL. We're in action-packed week number 12. I want to start with the Los Angeles Rams. Everybody expected them to lose to the Kansas City Chiefs, but because they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, now you have eight losses on the season. It's going to be very hard to make the playoffs as 9-18. And you're not winning the rest of your games. Just not happening. So this Rams team is not going to make playoffs. They're probably going to get a top pick. What if they go after a quarterback with one of those top picks? What if Sean McVay just decides, hey, I'm going to resign. Remember the rumors of it last year? I know he signed an extension this summer, but it could be interesting. It could be very interesting. Rams in a little bit of a pickle right now, playing terrible. Three and eight. They're banged up. Aaron Donald's out. Cooper Cup's out. Matthew Stafford's out. He might be out for the season. Matthew Stafford. Bryce Perkins. He might have to be their quarterback. It's a mess for the Rams right now. It's a mess for Sean McVay. We're going to see with the Rams. Leave your thoughts in the Rams in the comment section. My New York Giants. Oh, that was one interesting Thanksgiving Day game. Darius Slayton gets a massive play. Daniel Jones gets a touchdown. Just an awesome game. And then the fourth quarter happens, and the Giants choke. Giants defense was great in the first half, and then Wink Martindale kind of lost his mind a little bit in the second half. Tough stuff right there by the New York Giants. Losing to the Dallas Cowboys for the second time this season. You get swept by the Cowboys. You play the Commanders this week. Everybody's saying, how do you get to that ninth win? You're stuck at 7 and. Four right now, is it? When you start the season, 7-2. and two. How do you get over that hump? We're just going to have to wait and see with this New York Giants team. But the Minnesota Vikings did rebound. They're 9-2 right now. What a win that was on Thanksgiving against the Patriots. Resilient, tough Kirk Cousins. That's all we have to say right there with the Vikings. The Browns, I said they would beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I said it on ESPN 600. Steve Kaplitz, 6 o'clock Mountain Time every single Thursday. You can see it there. You can listen to it there every Thursday. Go listen to it. I said the Browns were going to beat 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I said Jacoby Brissett gets a good send-off. His last game of the Browns starting quarterback. I think he gets a good send-off. I think he plays well in this one, and they win against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that's exactly what happened. They beat Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They get Deshaun Watson back this week. Let's see how it goes to the Browns with Deshaun Watson back. Maybe he plays better than Jacoby Brissett, or maybe he plays terrible, and they move back to Jacoby Brissett. Wouldn't that be one thing crazy? But Browns did get a great win against Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday. The New York Jets, they finally get to throw the ball. Mike White. Boy, he balled out. Garrett Wilson had a few touchdowns. Elijah Moore played great. He said, wow, it's nice to see the ball again. I never got the ball under Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson wasn't even dressed for that game. That means he had no opportunity to come into that game. They had Joe Flacco as the backup. Not even Zach Wilson. That shows you the trust they have in the number two overall pick from the 2021 draft, Zach Wilson. Crazy stuff right there, Maz. Jets, what a great win that was against Chicago Bears. We all got robbed of Nathan Peterman starting. It said, okay, Justin Fields is out. Trevor Simeon's going to be the starter. Nathan Peterman's going to be the backup. And then it said, oh, Trevor Simeon gets hurt in warmups. Nathan Peterman's going to start. And then Simeon says, you know what? I'm fine. I'm going to start this one. Kind of robbed us of Nathan Peterman's start right there. But Jets got a great win against the Browns. Jaguars, resilient, tough. That's all I have to say. Trevor Lawrence, baller. We're going to talk about him later on in the episode. What a comeback win that was. First comeback win. By some points in the last minute ever at Jacksonville Jaguars franchise history. Congratulations, Doug Pearson. What a great win that was. Chargers, they showed fight. They beat the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals, oh, this is going to be an interesting Hard Knocks episode. They let that one slip. They let that one slip. No doubt about it. Kyler Murray's first game back. Looks like their season's pretty much over, like the Los Angeles Rams. We're just going to have to wait and see the direction of this franchise. Because it seems like every year, they're on the verge of making the playoffs, and then they don't. So now it's going to be interesting. You have zero playoff wins, Kyler Murray. Zero playoff wins, Cliff Kingsbury. We're just going to have to wait and see. With the Arizona Cardinals, Chargers get back on track. What a win that was. The Raiders, Josh Jacobs, 86-yard touchdown, 229 yards. They played through him, and they beat the Seattle Seahawks. I'll have to say right there. Eagles, their offense played great. Even if their defense doesn't play well, which they were subpar on Sunday night. I think we can all agree on that. Their de- the offense can still step up. Jalen Hurts can still play great. A.J. Brown can still play great. Quez Watkins can still play great. Miles Sanders can still score touchdowns for you. Get that running game going. This is why this is the NFL's top team, Miles, the Philadelphia Eagles. They're playing great so far. Monday Night Football, and the last thing we're talking about right here in the NFL, Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Indianapolis Colts. Jeff Saturday, here's where that experience comes in. Terrible clock management. Kenny Pickett shows that rookie just amazing mentality right there by Kenny Pickett to win that one. Hey, maybe Mike Tomlin doesn't get a losing record this year. Wouldn't that be awesome? Steelers still on track to have a decent season. Steelers, what a win that was on Monday Night Football against Indianapolis Colts. That's about for the headlines of the NFL. It's more to the MLB. We had some great free agent signings. Jose Abreu is going to the Houston Astros. 2020 MLB MVP is headed over to Houston. We don't know what's going to happen with Houston anymore. Do they keep on Trey Mancini? Do they keep on Yuli Gurriel? We're just going to have to wait and see. But Jose Abreu looking like him be their first baseman. DH, but if he's their DH, what does Jordan Alvarez do? So that's a little bit of an interesting move to me right there. Kind of a splash move. I like it by Houston Astros. Bryce Harper, and the last thing we're going to talk about right here in MLB, he's going to be out for at least until May next season. And usually, that's probably more. Early reports were, oh, he's going to be out to the playoffs. Oh, now he's going to be out until May for a little bit of July, a little bit of August. We're just going to have to wait and see with Bryce Harper. When do you think he'll return? Leave your answer in the comment section. Now, I promised it in the intro. World Cup, let's talk about USA beat Iran today. What a game that was. What a win that was. Christian Pulisic gets the goal, goes to the hospital after the goal. Still, great win for the USA. They got the draw against England. What I mean, that's still success for the USAMIs. Drawing against England, one of the best teams in the World Cup right now. Best team in the World Cup, potentially. Argentina, they lost Saudi Arabia. They had four goals before them, got called offside. So they lost that one because offside penalties, more stuff like that. Messi, though, they rebounded. They beat Mexico. They advanced to the next stage. Belgium 
top team in the World Cup right now. They got a great first win, and then they lose to Morocco, 2-0. So it's a little bit interesting with these soccer teams with the World Cup. I'm not the biggest soccer fan. I know my stuff, though. USA advancing right now to the next stage. What a win that is for Weston McKinney, Christian Pulisic, uh, Greg Berhalt, their head coach. Amazing stuff by the USA in the World Cup. That's about for the headlines this week. Now, score sports, NFL game day. No, we roll. Pick the top games in the NFL for week 13. Let's hop into it. Bills versus Patriots. This is an interesting one to me because Patriots have a good defense. Mac Jones did play well last week against Minnesota in Minnesota. Now you're at home against the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to take the Bills this one, but I think it's closer than you think. Give me the Bills over the Patriots. Packers versus Bears. Everybody loves them because Justin Fields, but Justin Fields isn't going to be fully healthy in this one. If it's Jordan Love versus Trevor Simeon, that's an interesting matchup right there. I got the Packers this one over the Bears. Bears still have that inexperience everywhere. Give me the Packers. They bounce back. Definitely not going to make the playoffs this year with eight losses, but they get a good one right here against the Bears. Packers win over the Bears. Jets versus Vikings. I like the Vikings in this one. Yes, Jets got a great win last week, but that's Mike White. They're playing one of the best teams in the NFL in the Minnesota Vikings. Give me the Vikings over the Jets. Mike White obviously shows inconsistency. He had that great game against the Bengals last year and then fell off. So give me the Vikings this one over the Jets. Commanders versus Giants. This is a game where the Giants season could just Fall off a cliff. You fall last place in the division. Hope that doesn't happen. I don't think it happens. Give me Danny Dimes. Give me Vanilla Vic. Give me Saquon Barkley. Over. Watch the Camaros. Go Big Blue. Titans versus Eagles. Titans can give the Eagles fits. That offense is great. That defense is great. But they just lost Cincinnati. They lose some momentum. Give me the Eagles over the Titans in this one. Eagles. Proof. Dolphins versus 49ers. This is a fun one because that Dolphins 49ers trade. Here's where we look back on it. But Trey Lance won't be playing in this one for the 49ers. I'm going to take the Niners in this one because of Jimmy Garoppolo, because of Christian McCaffrey, because of how great that defense is. But a little bit of a cost for concern right here. 49ers only scored 13 points against the uh, New Orleans Saints last week. That's not so great in my eyes. Tua Tungvalua loses his first game that he played and started in the season. He hasn't lost the game yet that he played and started in. So give me the Niners over the Dolphins. Chiefs versus Bengals. Give me the Chiefs in this one. I know the Bengals got the better of them last season twice. They want revenge. Give me the Chiefs in this one over the Bengals. Chargers versus Raiders. Chargers, great win last week against the Cardinals, but it's in clutch time. Raiders, also won in clutch time, 86 or touchdown overtime. I like the Raiders in this one. This is a very talented Raiders roster. I like Josh McTaylor to get things back on track. This division, AFC West, isn't as good as we thought it would be. Chiefs are obviously on top. Outside of that, you got a chance. Las Vegas Raiders, they win this division matchup over the Chargers. Raiders get the upset. That's five scores sports game this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, top five this week's is top five is the top five Heisman contenders this year's Heisman, 2023 Heisman, 2022 Heisman, whatever you want to call it. It's going to happen right before the college football playoff. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be done. They have to take into that conference championship week, but some of these players aren't playing conference championship week. My top five Heisman contenders throwing injuries out the way, throwing all that out of the way. I think Blake Corum still becomes a finalist. I think Hennett Hooker still becomes a finalist. I think all these players on this list, all five of them, Deserve to be Heisman finals. Let's hop into it. Number five, Max Duggan. Max Duggan, yes, he's had a great season for TCU, but I think some of the guys on the list have had a better season. Give me Max Duggan at number five. Led them to an unfeated season. Resilient, Max Duggan. Number four, Hennon Hooker. Hennon Hooker didn't play last week. Barely even played the week before. But got hurt in the fourth quarter. Obviously, that was a tough game for him. But it's based on your performance, on your team's performance. They're 10-2 right now, Tennessee. Hennon Hooker obviously has some great games this season. He should be in New York, regardless if he's toward ACL or not, which he does. Hen Hooker, four for me. Number three, CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud sacked again. 
picked off again. Oh, that was awesome to see against my Michigan Wolverines. But CJ Stroud, number three right now for me. Had a great season up until that Michigan game. That Michigan game hurts you. Number three, CJ Stroud. Number two, Blake the Great Quorum. Blake Quorum would be number one on my list right now, but as a Michigan fan, I can't get too biased with Blake Quorum. Obviously, the injury against Illinois hurt him. Obviously, if he played the second half of the Illinois game, Michigan probably would have crushed Illinois in the second half. That didn't happen. Michigan would have obviously played Blake Corm if they made that, if he was healthy for the Ohio State game. Had one carry, got pretty banged up on that one carry. Blake Corm probably wrestled the conference championship. But I think what he did in those first 11 games, 10 and a half games, whatever you want to call it, deserves Blake Corm to be a Heisman finalist, deserves Blake Corm to be number two. Sucks, but back-to-back -back years, Michigan players go second in the Heisman voting. Aiden Hutchinson last year falling second to Bryce Young. This year, Blake Corms falls second to Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is number one for me. Played great against Notre Dame. My preseason pick, I'm happy. If I can have my preseason pick as number one, my favorite player, number two, I'm fine with that. That's my top five. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, did you know, this week's day knows, did you know the Houston Oilers who are no longer an NFL team, have won their division more recently than the terrible Cleveland Browns. Yes, the Browns might have a shot at the division this year. Looks like the Ravens have it right now. Ravens could choke them. Steelers could catch up. Anything could happen in the National Football League. But to show how bad the Cleveland Browns as the franchise history have been, they have not won a division more recently than the Houston Oilers, who are no longer an NFL team. Leave your thoughts on that in the comment section. That's about for Did You Know. My spotlight for this week is Tua Tagovailoa. The reason why I'm talking about Tua Tagovailoa, I've hated on him a lot in the past, and I probably still will hate on him in the future, but right now, I want to give him some respect, give him some props, because the rest of the media, the rest of the world isn't, the rest of the NFL world isn't, and I want to throw it out here right here. Everybody says Tua Tagovailoa doesn't deserve to win MVP. Tua Tagovailoa, they shouldn't have picked him, they should have picked Justin Herbert. Tua Tagovailoa was not that guy for the Dolphins. Tua Tagovailoa won't get the Dolphins to the playoffs. He won't win them anything, ever in his career. I'm going to throw something at you right here. Tua Tagovailoa this season has not lost a game that he started and finished in. They have three losses this year, the Miami Dolphins. One to the Bengals. He started that game, got injured in about the second quarter. They lost that one in the fourth quarter. Tua Tagovailoa plays in that one. Maybe you win that one. Next week, Teddy Bridgewater starts. You lose that one to the Jets. Next week after that, you play Minnesota Vikings. Skylar Thompson starts in that one, and you lose. Then Tua Tagovailoa comes back. And you've won every game since. You're sitting at 8-3 and three right now, which is a great record. Tua Tagovailoa has not lost the game that he started in, finished in. He's the only quarterback in the NFL who could say that right now. The only quarterback. That's interesting to me right there. Bailey Zappi can't say it. He lost the game to the Bears. Jalen Hurts can't say it. They lost the Commanders. Kirk Cousins can't say it. They have two losses. So this is interesting to me right here with Tua Tagovailoa. He's got a great upcoming schedule. It's going to be a battle tester right here. Can he keep it going? I don't expect him to go undefeated for the rest of the season. If he can... Win these games, he can solidify himself as the top 10, top 5, top 7 quarterback in the NFL. Here's their upcoming schedule. This week, they play the 49ers. Next week, they play the Chargers. They play the Bills. They play the Packers. They play the Patriots. And they play the Jets. That's a lot of playoff teams on there. The only team on there that probably won't make the playoffs this year is the Green Bay Packers. That's still a playoff caliber team in my eyes. They just have a rough season. So, Tua Tungvalo is going to be battle-tested here in the next few weeks. I'm interested to see how it goes. Tua Tungvalo deserves his respect. We got to look forward to the future right here. It's going to be interesting with the Miami Dolphins. How does it play out? I'm so interested to see this. This is the thing I'm most focused on. For the rest of the NFL season, Dolphins 
into a tongue Vella. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. That's about from our spotlight this week. This or that, NFL edition. Let's admit it. We haven't done this or that in a while. So I'm going to give you a couple names. I'm going to give you two quarterbacks. For example, Jordan Love or Kenny Pickett. Who would I take in that battle? I'm going to give you that one later. First one I'm going to do right here is Trevor Lawrence or Joe Burrow. Back-to-back number one picks. I've said in the past, I like Trevor Lawrence over Joe. And I'm going to stick with that pick. This is a debate that can go back and forth forever. I know that Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow pick. I go back and forth on a lot. And now I got to bring Tua Tagovailoa in that conversation. Now he's been playing this season. With how Trevor Lawrence played on Sunday, he gets to be in that conversation. I've loved Trevor Lawrence all season long. I think he played great all season long. His team hasn't played great, but he has. They've lost a couple of cuff games, like that game in London. We threw that bad interception at the end of the game. I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence over Joe Burrow. This is a flip-flop one right here. It could change. I like the upside of Trevor Lawrence more than I like the upside of Joe Burrow. Josh Jacobs, Las Vegas Raiders running back, or B. John Robinson. This is a little bit interesting one right here. Would you take the top... NFL running back is going to be a free agent this offseason. He's going to be a free agent this offseason, Josh Jacobs. Would you take him, or would you rather take the upside of the best running back in this NFL draft than Bijan Robinson? I'm going to take Bijan Robinson because Josh Jacobs can regress, and Bijan Robinson is an amazing talent, a better talent than Josh Jacobs. But Josh Jacobs deserves his props. He's amazing. That's an interesting debate right there. Take the top NFL free agent running back, or take the top running back in the draft. The upside or the proven vet? That's an interesting one right there. I'm taking Bijan, though. Trey Lance. Or Zach Wilson. We haven't seen much out of Trey Lance, but what we've seen has been hot garbage. We've seen a lot of Zach Wilson, and what we've seen is hot garbage. So it's a little bit of a debate right here, but Zach Wilson has won some games. Not because of him, because their defense, but this is actually what right here. I'm going to take Trey Lance this one just because that upside, just because the arm strength, just because the scrambling ability, because the mobility. I'm going to take Trey Lance this one. We've seen so much out of Zach Wilson. I'm sick of Zach Wilson. Trey Lance, we haven't seen much out of him. Immaturity's there. We all saw that at the beginning of the season. But it could be interesting, Trey Lance over Zach Wilson for me. Justin Jefferson or Jamal Chase? Two LSU wide receivers back-to-back first-round picks at LSU back-to-back years. I like Jamal Chase this one because Justin Jefferson can go silent in some games. Yes, he has that massive big playability. When I say massive big playability, he can make any play, any field, any time. Fourth and 18 against the Bills, boom. That's what he does. They can go silent in a few games. We saw from week two to, what was it, week 10, no touchdowns for Justin Jefferson. Yeah, that's interesting to me right there. Jamar Chase has that speed. He has big catchability. I like Jamar Chase this one over Justin Jefferson. Close, but I'm taking Jamar Chase. Jordan Love or Kenny Pickett in this last one right here. Jordan Love, a guy who we haven't seen much out of. His first year starting will seem like he's a rookie, but he's in his third year in the NFL right now. That's interesting, and he still hasn't had one career start. That was meaningful. He had one career start last year against the Chiefs, it was against the Chiefs, best team in the NFL. Didn't work out so well for him. And now he plays last week, gets filled up the Eagles, and balls out. So now it's going to be interesting right here. Would you take Kenny Pickett, the best quarterback from this year's rookie class, over Malik Willis, or do you take Jordan Love? I would take Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett played great on Sunday. He's going to fit well in that Mike Tomlin system. Jordan Love, still a good player. Still could have a good career. But throwing decisions are there. The only golf is college tape, in my opinion. And that's from years ago. That's from 2019 you're going off of. So... Interesting right there. Jordan Love for Kenny Pickett. That's about it for this or that this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. All right, here's my college ball showcase. Top 25. You know how we do it. 25 to 1. Break it down. 25. UTSA, the Meep Meeps. They're a great team. 
MLS. You have two losses on the season. One to Houston, first week of the season, triple overtime. Should have won that game. And to Texas, which was a very winnable game, but you let it slip. It two losses on the season. You almost lost this Saturday to UTEP. You're down 24 nothing, and you win that one, 34-31. What a comeback win that was by Frank Harris, by Jeff Trailer. He's going to stay there for a long time. Jeff Trailer probably deserves a better job in UTSA, but he's trying to build them up. He's trying to get them to a better conference than Conference USA. It's going to be interesting. UTSA, 10-2. They're number 25 for me. 24, Duke Blue Devils, 8-4 and in the season. All their four losses have been by one possession. All four winnable games they had the lead. No debate about it. Give me Duke at number 24. Number 23, Cincinnati. Yeah, that tough loss to Tulane last week. Seasons over. Lost Luke Fickle to Wisconsin. Cincinnati is number 23. Number 22, North Carolina. Obviously, that tough loss to North Carolina State. Obviously, your college ball playoff hopes are over. North Carolina, Drake May, fall number 22 for me. 21, UCF. UCF, three losses on the season. Eastern Carolina, uh, Navy, just a couple other teams in there. Not a great season for UCF. Obviously, they have a chance. They have the win against Tulane. They have a chance to win the American Conference this week, get to New Year's Six Bowl, which would be great for them, finish out their season in a great way. But number 21, UCF. Number 20, South Carolina. Whoo, they rushed the field at Clemson, at Tiger Stadium. Death Valley, South Carolina ends Clemson's home winning streak. They're number 20 for me. Spencer Rattler, great past two weeks. They're number 20 for me. Number 19, Oregon State. Chaz Nolan and the squad are rolling. Go Beavers. They've been playing great. Great win against Oregon, being their rival of them, Corvallis. Number 19, Oregon State. 18, Texas. What a win that was against Baylor. They blew them out. 18, Texas. 17, Tulane. Like I said, they thought they lost their head coach, Willie Fritz, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech said, psych, we're taking Brent Key, our interim head coach. Georgia Tech, going to stick with Brent Key. Tulane gets their main man back. Willie Fritz, they're going to have a chance to make a New Year's Six Bowl. They're going to have a chance to end the season with about two losses. Could be great for Tulane. Tulane, number 17. 16, Utah. Go Utes. What a win that was. I mean, just playing great right now. Utah, number 16. Number 15, UCLA. UCLA, three losses on the season. They had that win over Utah. So I'm playing UCLA at number 15. Number 14, Oregon. Ducks fell off, everybody. Two of the last three games are losses. 14, Oregon. 13, Florida State. You don't want to face Florida State right now. If there's one team in the country that you don't want to face right now at the bottom of the rankings, it's Florida State. No debate about Florida State rolling right now. They're number 13. Number 12, Clemson. 10-2 on the season. Obviously, that terrible loss to South Carolina. And another terrible loss in there. So... Notre Dame. So Clemson, number 12 for me right now. Number 11, LSU. LSU's college ball playoff hopes are out the window right now. They beat Georgia this Saturday. That's a great win. You're making your sixth bowl. But if you didn't lose Texas A&M on Saturday and you beat Georgia, you're in the college ball playoff. That hope is done now. LSU, number 11. Number 10, Kansas State. Kansas State in the top 10. Got a great match against TCU this week. You're going to have to wait and see my pick on that one. Number 9, Washington. Washington is a sad story. You don't lose that game to Arizona State. You're in the college ball playoff hopes right now. Be lost that one. Two loss, Washington, number nine. For eight, Penn State. If you're not playing the best division in college football, you're undefeated right now. So Penn State, number eight for me. Number seven, Alabama. Alabama, I really hope they don't get into the playoff this year. They don't even come close to deserving a game to college football playoff this year with the way they've played. Alabama, number seven. Number six, Tennessee. As of late, Alabama's played better than Tennessee, but Tennessee has that win over Alabama. God give them their respect. Tennessee, number six for me. Number five, Ohio State. Buckeyes go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw it all. Michigan crushed the Buckeyes on Saturday. Ohio State, number five. They may be creeping creep the playoff. I doubt it. Number four, USC. USC played great against Notre Dame. Caleb Williams played great. They beat Utah. You solidify yourself in the college football playoff. USC, number four. Number three, TCU. TCU, got a great game against Kansas State this week. You win, you're in. You lose, you're out as 12-1 team. TCU, number three. Number two, Georgia. Go Bulldogs. And Georgia deserves to be lowered. 
that Michigan has. And the playoff committee has Georgia at number one. But Georgia, a few close games in there. Kent State, Missouri, not a great Missouri team. That's interesting to me right there. Number two, Georgia, close game against Kentucky. Michigan doesn't really have those close games. Number one for me, Michigan, a very close games against Illinois. And that's about it. Michigan, number one for me. That's my rankings. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, my hot takes for college football championship week and conference championship week. Let's not pit two. I'm going to take the Power Five conference championship games and pick those games. And I'll pick the American Conference game. Who gets the nearest six bowl? I have the group of five. We're going to do it all. Let's not pit to it. First one ACC Clemson versus North Carolina. I like Clemson this one. North Carolina's defense isn't there. Gene Chizik, one of the worst defense quarters in college football. Gave me Clemson over North Carolina. Big Ten championship game now. Purdue versus Michigan. Michigan. They're going to dominate in this one. I really like them, too. Maybe Purdue's offense can get into some fits. But I like Michigan this one. Cruising over Purdue. UCF versus Tulane. Who makes the New Year's Six Bowl? I think Tulane gets revenge for what UCF did to them in the boot a few weeks ago. Tulane is a lock. A lock to win this one over UCF. No debate about it. It's going to be Mikey Keenan, John Reese Plumley at quarterback. I don't care. Tulane over UCF. No debate about it. Now, LSU versus Georgia. LSU can play well in this one. Harold Perkins can play well, but they still lose. Give me Georgia, 28-13. to 13, A little bit of a low-scoring one. Georgia over LSU. USC versus Utah Friday night. This is a key game for Ohio State. I like USC in this one to cruise over Utah, 35-13. Give me Trojans. Now, last thought take right here. Kansas State versus TCU. TCU, you lose, you're out. Kansas State, you win. You probably move up to like number six or something crazy like that. If TCU loses this one, Ohio State deserves to get into the playoff. Ohio State deserves to get in the playoff, everybody. I hate to say it. They have one loss in the season to Michigan, the best team in the country. Ohio State probably moved to number four. Georgia will probably move it to number one after a win against LSU. So that would probably make Michigan versus USC, Georgia versus Ohio State. What a matchup that would be. What a playoff that would be. TCU goes down to Kansas State. Kansas State, when they played TCU early on the season in Texas, in Fort Worth, Kansas State went up 28-10. to 10. Will Howard gets hurt. Adrian Martinez gets hurt. They're down to the third-string quarterback, and they choke. Every facet of the game, in my opinion, Kansas State has an edge over TCU. Quarterback, Will Howard. Might be better than Max Duggan. Running back, Deuce Vaughn. Miles better than Kendra Miller. Defense, probably better. Maybe wide receivers. I'll give TCU the edge of that one. Offense, a lot, maybe TCU. But I like Kansas State in this one. In the Big 12 Championship. In Jerry Wolf. In AT&T Stadium. Give me Kansas State. Big TCU. TCU, no playoff for you. That's about my hot takes this week. Now, the best for last question is, this week's question is, who would be the first NFL head coach fired? It's Nathaniel Hackett. Not even close. Nathaniel Hackett is going to be the first head coach fired. No debate about my eyes. Nathaniel Hackett, first NFL head coach fired. I don't even think Josh McDaniels gets fired. Hope not. Josh McDaniels coached great last week against the Seattle Seahawks, at least on offense he did. Outside of that pick on the first play of the game for the Raiders, they played well. Raiders, Josh McDaniels gets to keep his job. Nathaniel Hackett gets fired first. Question today, who will be the first NFL head coach fired? Leave your answer in the comments section. That's my question today this week. That's my for Squirt Sports Lay Frank episode 102. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squirt Sports on Instagram to see even more Squirt Sports content. You want to see my rankings, you want to see some lists, you want to see some contests. Follow Squirt Sports on Instagram. Follow Squirt Sports on Twitter at Squirt Sport. Follow Squirt Sports on TikTok at Squirt Sports. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, view the best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week for episode 103. Stay tuned.